It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, it's Amy Newmark. And this week we're sharing three episodes from last August with stories from our best-selling books about dreams and cats. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm sharing two stories from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Listen to Your Dreams. This is the third book we've done on dreams and their power to help you improve your life. Because here's what happens. During the day, you're busy and distracted and you can't focus on your innermost thoughts and knowledge. But at night, while you're sleeping, your subconscious can get your attention and it can say, hey, here's what you need to think about or process or decide. So today we're going to talk about how you can actually repair a relationship by listening to your dreams. That's what Susan Maddie Jones did after she had more than one powerful dream about her late ex-husband. She says she had been shredding documents left over from the time she was married to him And those documents took her back to a dark place. She knew she had happy memories of her ex, Steve, but those happy memories were being overpowered by the negative ones. The memories about the money that she lost, the birthdays that he missed, how sick he got, and the way that she felt that he no longer truly loved her by the end of the marriage. In all the years since their divorce, Susan hadn't dreamed about her ex until a couple of months earlier. In that dream, She saw him off in the distance walking across a field toward the building that she appeared to be living in. She couldn't figure out why he was there. And then a noise in her house woke her up, and that was the end of that dream. She says, I remember how frustrated I was that I didn't get to see him face to face, didn't get to talk to him, and didn't get to understand why he was appearing to me. Later that week, she missed a rare phone call from Steve's son, who was about to go into the Coast Guard. She hadn't seen him in years. That made her worry that the dream was foretelling that something was wrong. Luckily, that son ended up visiting for a couple of days two months later, and they restored their relationship. After that, Susan had another dream about Steve. This time, he was right in front of her, pulling up in his blue pickup truck, which was hauling a funny-looking large boat. He said he had driven it across the country to see her. Susan teased Steve about the boat, and they bantered back and forth about whether it would even float. Then the dream moved inside to a table, and Steve pulled a birthday cake from a big white bakery box. He started eating it with his hands, and Susan joined in, and they were laughing as they did this. Then he gave her another cake, one that looked like their wedding cake. They dug into that one too, and there was a third cake waiting for them. Then the dream continued with Steve handing Susan a couple of meaningful documents, a blank check, and a certificate honoring her father, with whom Steve had been very close. 
Susan was enjoying this warm, friendly encounter with her ex-husband, but then her dog woke her up. She told her new husband about the weird dream, and then she spent the rest of the morning thinking about that dream, the visit from Steve's son, and the fact that she had a real opportunity for healing now. She says, It was time for me to focus on the happy memories to honor the love we had once shared. That dream in which Steve drove his weird boat across the country to see her, bringing her cakes and other things that related to their good times, reminded her that they indeed had those good times. When she finished shredding all the documents that needed to go, she shed her unhappy memories too and replaced them with all the good ones that had been awakened by her dream. So Susan's dreams helped her process what she needed to deal with and refocus on the good times with her previous husband. Reviewing her dream allowed her to catch on to what her subconscious was trying to tell her, to focus on all the good memories. Rachel Remick had a similar experience when her father died. She had a hard time grieving when he passed because she felt that she was somehow less connected to him than her siblings and therefore less entitled to grieve him. She looked like her mother, not her father. She knew that her sister was his favorite, or maybe her brother, the only boy, was. Rachel's birth was the only one her dad had missed, and her parents got divorced when she was only three, so she hadn't spent that much time with him living in the same house. She just felt like they had never been really close. But then, in the weeks following his death, she started having dreams about him. Now, remember how I said that your dreams can be your subconscious saying, hey, pay attention, here's what you should be focusing on? Well, that's what happened in Rachel's dreams. In the first one, right after her dad's funeral, her father was visiting her in the house where she lived during her adolescence. He had never even been in that house in real life. But there they were together, and Rachel was telling him that she was having a hard time grieving for him because she felt they hadn't been as close as they should have been. In the dream, he reassured her and told her that, in fact, she was the one he had the highest hopes for. When Rachel woke up, she started to remember a lot of good memories about how her father had cared for her. When he paid the tuition for her to go to private school, when he told the whole family that she was a writer, when he drove Rachel and her friends to a show and waited hours in the parking lot for them to be finished, the time he drove hours in his tow truck to rescue her when her car broke down and then got the car repaired and delivered to her. That was the beginning of Rachel's new relationship with her father, a new relationship that started after he was gone. That new relationship continued to flourish as she went through his things and realized how similar they were in their interests and passions, and that new relationship also continued in her dreams. So you can see why I am so enthusiastic about this new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Listen to Your Dreams. Your dreams are a very powerful tool for navigating your life, resolving issues, working through emotions, and keeping yourself happy. I'll be sharing lots more stories from our dreams book in the coming weeks, so come back for more. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Listen to Your Dreams, go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there. You can check out the front cover and the back cover. You can read more about it. And you'll find the book 
at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Amazon, Chapters Indigo Stores in Canada, Walmart Canada, and wherever else you like to get your books. Come back next time to hear a couple more magical stories about the power of dreams to provide support and comfort from our loved ones, even when they're gone. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.